As Sue mentioned, we are short on the song sheets this morning. That's kind of, in a way, a good problem, is that what happened was we used up too many of them last night. We had eight young people who were confirmed, and it was lovely to be able to celebrate the sacrament of confirmation. I meant to make more copies between the masses this morning, and I forgot, so I apologize. I do want to mention, though, with that confirmation, one of the questions that, that comes up is for the young people as part of their preparation is about them meditating on God's word. And that's really something not just for preparing for confirmation, but for all of us, whatever stage we are in our, our faith journey, is to meditate on God's word. But what, what does that mean? Well, it means listening to the scriptures like we've just been doing. It means I mean, reading them. Sometimes I think it's good to, uh, to see what commentaries see about the scriptures. Sometimes it's kind of hard to just pick them up and understand them. And sometimes scholars can give us some insight into the scriptures. I think, though, it's, it's mainly referring just to praying with them. And just before we read the scripture, just inviting God, to, you know, Lord, speak to me, whatever it is you wish me to hear in this reading, and, and to be open to, to what God might be wanting to say. And sometimes I think it's good to try different ways of enter, entering into the scripture. And, and what I'm thinking of this morning is using your imagination. That was something that St. Ignatius of Loyola uh, often encouraged people who were undergoing the spiritual exercises with them to, to enter into the scriptures with your imagination. Imagine that you're in the scripture scene. And this gospel passage that we just heard, I think, is a great one. To imagine that you're in the scene, to imagine that you're one of the disciples, to imagine that you're Peter. And the situation is, they are in a boat on the Sea of Galilee. Now, the Sea of Galilee is not like an ocean. It's not huge, but it's big enough that if the waves and the winds start to kick up, it can be a pretty fearsome place to be, and especially when you're in a small boat. And it says they were in this boat during the fourth watch of the night. Now, the fourth watch of the night, that means sometime between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. And I don't know about you, but sometimes my worst nightmares occur between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., all right? So imagine you're a disciple. It's already looking kind of shaky with this boat that's rocking around and the wind and the wave, and you're wondering how you're going to stay afloat in the middle of the night. And suddenly you see somebody walking on the water. What's their, their natural reaction? It's a ghost. How can this be? They were frightened. They were terrified. And then they hear Jesus' voice. Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. And then Peter is the one who speaks up and says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Now, Peter, he thinks it's Jesus, but do you notice how it's if it is you, all right? He's still not sure, but he's, he's willing to test out his faith, to give it a try. Jesus' response is, Come. And then it says, Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water towards Jesus. 
Now, I was doing this as a prayer of imagination yesterday morning and trying to picture if I was Peter and if I was in the boat and if Jesus said, come, and at the thought of getting out of the boat, my reaction was no. I've been in boats before, and I've been in deep water before, and I've been in boats in deep water that the waves and the wind are there. I just like, no, I'm not getting out of the boat. That was my prayer of imagination. But then I thought about it some more, and I thought, well, what would get me out of the boat? And I thought it would take somebody who I had trust in, and not just a little trust, but complete trust, confidence in. And somebody who wasn't in the boat telling me to get out of the boat, but somebody who was already on the water. And I hope, and in my imagination, I imagine, well, if it's Jesus, if I can put 100% trust in Jesus and he's on the water, maybe I could, like Peter, trust to get out of the boat, to take a chance. And we know that things start out pretty well for Peter. He's walking on water. But then he notices the waves and the wind. What what happens? He takes his eyes off Jesus, right? He's noticing all the problems around him. He starts to quickly sink. And I'm guessing that a lot of us can relate to that, a sinking feeling, like we're up over our neck in water. And then Peter does a very smart thing. He calls on Jesus, Lord, save me. And the Lord does save him. So today, I hope you get a chance sometime to look up Matthew 14th chapter, verses 22 to 33, and just... Use it as a prayer. Use it as a prayer of imagination to imagine that you are Peter in this scene. See what happens. We never know for sure when we we enter into that kind of prayer, but see how the Lord might be speaking to you. I, I invite you some things to consider is when it comes to getting out of the boat. Think about times when maybe in your own life you have had the grace to risk getting out of the boat in faith, taking a chance in faith. Maybe it's when you got married. I just had a wedding yesterday at St. Gerard. One of our parishioners married one of their parishioners. That's a big step, getting out of the boat to, get, take, to make a lifetime commitment to somebody. And so think about times maybe already in your life that by God's grace you've been able to take a risk in faith And then think about, too, how might God be inviting you today to take a risk in faith? Maybe it's something involving your time, your talent, your treasure. Maybe it's in some other way. I don't know. But how is the Lord inviting you to take it out of the boat? And then the second piece of that is when Peter starts to sink. Because he's taken his eyes off Jesus. Are there times in my life where I start to notice all the problems around me and I take my eyes off Jesus and I start to feel like everything is going down? That's why I think it's so important that we 
participate in Mass every week that we gather in prayer as a community to help support each other in our faith. It's why it's so important to pray every day, to remind ourselves of the presence that Jesus is, uh, in the words of Pope Francis, Jesus loves me, he gave his life to save me, and every day he is at my side to enlighten, strengthen, and guide me. And then we may be like Peter, who when we are feeling like we're sinking, that we just call out, Lord, save me. I think about the first step in AA is to realize one's life is powerless over alcohol and to be in need of a higher power. There's times in our life that the smartest thing we can do is just realize how much we need a Redeemer and call on the Lord. So today, I just invite you to meditate on this scripture passage and see where it takes you. See if it leaves you in the boat or maybe it gets you out of the boat.